this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. <laughs> First thing everyone here. Here comes the sun. I say, I feel like we need to have like a Glee AfterBuzz karaoke night because we do this every week. I'm yeah. down for that. I'm down for I that. I mean, it would be amazing. So, okay, I know you're down for that because you have an amazing voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Glee After Show for you. I hope you all enjoy our sing-alongs. We certainly do here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, this is. Is season five, episode two, and it's part two of the Beatles episodes, um, which is super fun. It's been a lot of good Beatles songs. It's called Tina in the Sky with Diamonds, which I kind of love that title. I think that's yeah. awesome. And I'm surprised they didn't sing that tonight. I know it's a little odd. But Tina in the Sky. With it kind of fit. It kind of fit. Okay, the karaoke's not until <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I'm excited for it Just right kidding. now. No, exactly. Well, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. I'm Stephanie Wanger. I'm Roxy Stryer. I'm Sarah Mendoza. And I'm Rosa Serafini. You hanging out in the booth tonight? What's yeah, up, Marissa? Yeah, I'm just engineering, <laughs> but fortunately I saw this episode, so I'm all good. Marissa's literally playing God tonight <laughs> all over the place. So, Rockster. Yeah, yeah. Let's give her a little round of applause before uh, we begin talking you. about this episode. I'm so glad the Gleek gang is all back together this week. I know. I know. Whoop, whoop. What is this? <laughs> so much fun. I know. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm over here. A, lo- a long distance high five, Marissa. It's yes. cool. Don't even worry. We should jump good. into the episode, though, before we go Oh, right. That's why we're here. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like a thing that we should do. It was all about prom tonight, I think we can say. It's all about the Asians. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, represent. 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 <laughs> <Get> it, <girl. laughs> so, yeah, what did you think? I feel like we haven't had a prom episode in a while on Glee. It's been at least a season or two. It's just very weird to see it at the top of the season because yeah. we're starting midway through the year. Yeah. Yeah. So I almost didn't feel prepared for it. Right. That being said, I thought that the episode was really good. I preferred this one to last week's Beatles episode. And I think if we just keep going up a little bit every time, we're going to make it back to Glee Season 1. I mean, there were moments, there were glimmers, I felt like, of Glee Season 1 tonight. And I'll mention them when we yeah, talk about I wrote the performances. Down, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, there's these moments where I'm like, oh, we're back to it. We, we found that, like, golden special Sparkle. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other moments, I agree, could have been a little better. <laughs> um, but I overall enjoyed the episode. And it was weird, because I kept saying to Sarah, who I watched the episode with, isn't it homecoming? Like, how is this prom? Because it's October. Like, it yeah. feels like it should be homecoming. But that being said, we talked about how we needed our optimist back in the house. So, <laughs> give me something good. Oh, hello. Well, mm. actually, this is not going to be optimistic. No! Prom. You know what I didn't like is how Tina totally dumped Sam. 
Like, oh, that she, was a harsh beginning. That <laughs> okay. Okay, you guys. The episode started with Sam saying, it's my senior prom, so I kind of wish I was going with someone I really cared about. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, I that's don't feel true. bad for him when that's how the episode started. I wanted to smack him in the face. Yeah. Well, I took it more so as, like, he, he wished he was, like, in love, like other people who are going to prom together. It wasn't are. with somebody I really was in love with, somebody I really cared about. But he also <laughs> instantly, Ouch. I mean, as bad as I felt for kind of both of them in that scenario, yeah. he did go ahead and fall in love with somebody else. We'll talk about that in True. a bit and kind mm-hmm. of fought for her. But Tina, it was all about Tina and fighting to the death. Like, we haven't seen Tina be like this before, I felt yeah. like. I like it, though, because we're always saying that Tina needs to step up for herself, be yeah. a diva sometimes, and she definitely brought that tonight. And I think it's really because she's really the only senior female still there. Right, yeah. that's true. And I know we'll get to this later when we get to our song section, but people still don't. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Don't seem to fully respect her when we get to the beginning part of Revolution. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You know what I find so entertaining and it's so true with how high schoolers are is they take campaigning for those, for being prom queen and king so seriously. Did you guys have that at your high school? Absolutely. No, we didn't have that. Nope. We had homecoming. Well, I went to an all girls school, so it was a little bit different. I mean, they campaigned sort of, but it wasn't like, you know, the full fledged, like the king and the queen are running together or whatever. But you had a prom queen? We did have prom queens and homecoming queens yeah. when we came together for the dance. Like, it was... Yeah, there was, was, like, a homecoming court and there was, yeah. like, a parade. And, uh, yeah, my school was fully embraced. And every person whole. votes? Yeah. That's uh-huh. so crazy to me. <laughs> I think, like, claws are coming yeah. out. I think, yeah. I think that happens with uh, the prom king and queen. I think that happens mostly in bigger schools that a lot of... I come from a very small area and my high school was only like 200 in total i had 2000 we, we didn't wow. have any wow okay. and you didn't have okay that being no. said we did have senior superlatives and i ran for biggest party animal but i lost by three votes and it was really sad whoa <laughs> well three vo- well the glee yeah, after buzz crew can give you that superlative if you really want it <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, shots for everyone <laughs> I, yeah, I think you do take the cake on that one for i really appreciate it i really do <laughs> i know <laughs> Well, Kitty kind of transformed herself tonight because we always saw her as, like, the mean girl. And she didn't go and run to Tina's aid. I know. <laughs> and, and she, she, I knew that was going to be something that was going to set you off. WTF! <laughs> I know. Like, I, and, and she really had time to think about it. She really? looked up. She looked down. She looked up. She looked yeah. down. I know. She thought, should I? Nah. Like, what's wrong with you? And yeah. it had, like... 40 seconds of slow-mo being like, do something, not just stand there and, you know, go help her. Yeah. Go and push her out of the screaming. way. We yeah. watched together and we were screaming yeah. at the TV. The but- scene took way too long. Like, if you were going to drag it out that much, like, you bet your butt she better it's save right, it. Right. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I can but I also Thank gosh for you. I know <laughs> I completely agree that I wanted her to run in and, and save her at the last second. Uh, or even get splashed instead of her. That was kind of yeah, what I was thinking of. Right. I guess that Glee felt like it was too out of character for her. It was not out of character for her to give her dress, but too out of character to that's, save her and risk her own self. But that's what I couldn't figure out was mm-hmm. where is that line? Like, right. is, is that too nice right. if you're, mm-hmm. you're saving her on stage in a public forum, but mm-hmm. I'll give you my dress and then I'll wear a T-shirt for the rest of prom? Like, I wasn't sure, like why that was the decision of where that line was made. Right. I think I think they set that up so Kitty wouldn't purposely wouldn't save Tina, but ultimately tried to redeem herself by giving the dress 
just to stray the audience away that she is becoming the nice one and we can start building this new character, Brie, mm-hmm. as the mean one. Like, so it's not an abrupt transition for right. Kitty. Yeah. It's more so, like, she still struggles with it, kind of, but now she's coming more towards that side. She had a redeeming moment tonight, so the other mean character can just right. be yeah. ultimately And mean. we should mention that Brie, um, Aaron Westbrook, we mentioned last week would be in studio with us, but she is actually filming tonight, so she... Which is great for her. Yeah, great for Unfortunate for us. Exactly, mm-hmm. but I'm sure she'll be back around here soon, so we'll keep you posted on dates and all of that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, she um, was the she was the instigator in that whole situation tonight. Yeah, girl had <laughs> like it going on. Honestly, <laughs> loved her character. I think she plays the bitch really well. Yes. Hoping when we meet her, she's a little different in real life. <laughs> I've heard wonderful things about uh, her. Yes, so. as, as <laughs> I. But she really, I thought she owned that character. You know, when yeah. you can tell somebody's being bitchy and they kind of feel embarrassed that that's the role they're playing, you can see they're holding back a little bit. She let her have it. Oh, absolutely. And also, I just kind of love the fact that we saw a return to Sue being mean along with her. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'm the only person who's watched Glee all this time that kind of wanted the return of truly mean Sue. Yeah. And that was what we got tonight with her just basically being like, go after her. The um, Glee Club, do whatever it takes. What's interesting, though, is she says that she wants Glee Club to win nationals. And she remembers that the only time when Glee Club was good was when Sue, when she was actually being their enemy See, and like instigating. I don't know that I believe her that she wants them to win. I think she does in terms of the school getting money and getting funding. She mm-hmm. wants all the clubs to win, but to her, second place is first loser. Yeah. And I think that she needs to have a backup plan in place. And Brie is her backup plan. And I understand the motivational fact why Sue would encourage uh, the Cheerios to be mean and Brie to be mean to the Glee Cub, but there, there's a way to be motivational without being mean. And I don't think Sue's methods are are ideal in being <laughs> nice and helping. I get what she's trying to do, but there are nicer ways to go about it. It's so true. What do you think about Sue? Do you think that she's going to, you know, turn over a new leaf? Are we seeing the return of old Sue? What's going on with Sue? Let us know on iTunes. You can rate, comment, let us know. We love reading them. I know Sarah, like, printed them out and was sharing (laughs) them around tonight, which is great. And um, also, while you're on iTunes, you can rent or buy um, Serial Buddies, which is a comedy created by Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. Hilarious. <laughs> we love it. We, I mean, I've watched it now multiple times. Hilarious. <laughs> My friends love it, too. You should definitely go check it out. Beth Bears, isn't it, from Two Broke Girls? And it's also in stores. It's also in stores, true. You can go on buy the DVD. DVD. Old school. Go. Get it. I love old <laughs> school. Is DVD old school now? <laughs> no. Oh, I feel like no. I, I buy mm. everything on DVD. Seriously. I, I mean, I still have tons of DVDs. I just, everyone I know is like, Blu-ray? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but We do what we can to keep up with the times. They keep moving, though, man. <laughs> but if you can't keep up with the times, it's on iTunes. Go download it. Yeah, that. exactly. You can get it right now on iTunes. And you can just rent it if you want to do that. But I guarantee you, you're going to want to buy it after that. So you might as well just do the one-time purchase. <laughs> yeah. After you listen to us, of course. Yeah, exactly. Course. Oh, yeah, but it. Woo. Anyways, so Rachel, <laughs> going back to Glee, that's such a terrible transition. <laughs> oh, oh, it was good. Good segue. I'm with you. Um, so Rachel, she, um, she tonight we saw her be kind of open to more opportunities. She's been so focused on Funny Girl for so long, and she kind of, Kurt encourages her to not put all of her happiness on one role, which I think is something here in LA we can all relate to, like getting that one job, the one role it becomes super important. And so I identified with that for sure. This week. That's what this week was for me. (laughs) you got to get back up, man. Yeah. It's like so close and something you want so bad and just usually you don't get it, but... I guess sometimes you do. This was hopeful. This was hopeful, and I felt like it was a nice turn for Rachel's character because you know that she doesn't really have the love interest anymore because of Corey's untimely death, but she... um, So she needs something that's positive in her life, and so I felt like by getting the funny girl Mm -hmm. role... Shani Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I felt like 
perhaps if Corey Monteith had not passed away, mm-hmm. she would not have gotten the role, and she would have gotten the boy. Yeah. But I think that because he did, they can't make Rachel's characters take too many hits at once. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you went from this week her not getting the role to next week we have the um, memorial or the episode in memory of Corey. Right. You can't have those hits back to back just yeah. in terms of a story. Your character would be down for the rest right. of time. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of made a struggle, the struggle kind of funny in this episode because mm-hmm. she's, you know, going through the Broadway ads and saying, you know what? I will. I will audition to be the janitor or whatever it was because mm-hmm. there's a process to it. You're not going to become a star overnight and that's just part of the reality of the business like what you were saying. Absolutely. Um, What I did love about this is that we got to see Peter Facinelli. I think we didn't mention him last week, and it was Mm -hmm. fun to see him come in in this, like, small, fun little role. I wondered if he did it for his daughters, who may love Glee. I feel like they're, like, teenage Um, Yeah. Yeah. With the cake, and I called that when we were watching together, Marissa, was I not screaming at the TV? She got it. She got it. (laughs) So that was really exciting. I liked the way that the news was broken, and it wasn't just, like, a phone call and her being like, ah! I thought that was clever. Yeah, I agree. And you knew where it was going, though. As soon as he was in that diner, I was like, she is getting that role. There's no way he's going to go and, like, throw a pie in her face. You know, especially in this episode where we had the (laughs) slushy experience. It was just too much. Yeah. I was wondering, like, where he was going to go with it because he was asking for a whole cake. And we all knew she was going to, he was going to offer it to her. But, like, you know, what did the cake have to do with it and how was he going to do it? And then it ended up being so cute. It was adorable. Yeah. And I loved how excited, um... Santana and Kurt were for her. Mm-hmm. Really. Her BFFs were there to witness it. Um, and we should also mention that Santana um, got her own little break into the industry, which I know everyone seemed to think was very funny. At least oh, when I called yes. her. Oh, back. yeah. It was, it was, was excellent. And um, I think that, first of all, Girl, booking a commercial, I know it might seem easy. That That is hard work. So yeah. for whatever it's yeah. for, you do your thing. Yeah. My favorite line, of course, I like yeast in my bagel, but not <laughs> in my muffin. Glee <laughs> uh, can sometimes be a little more risque than you think. And I'm sure there were kids out there that are huge fans of this show that were like, Huh? Um, <laughs> that that was so hilarious because I always wonder about those commercials. Like, I wonder if these actors ever get the question, like, "Do you have, yeah. you know, whatever it is?" And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also have to say that I like when Glee becomes instantly quotable, and you saw that that was something that was instantly right. And we don't have, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Brittany, uh, oh. Heather Morris right. to be that instantly quotable That's person true. this season. Yeah. And we should also mention that it's in our news and gossip as well, but Heather, of course, had her baby Woo-hoo. this yeah. week, a little Bye-bye. baby boy, so super excited. Big week for Heather and for Naya. I know, oh, yeah. Naya, breaking news. I think we're going to wait till news and gossip to do that, but... Because people don't know yet. We'll so do I'm a sure. teaser. Yeah, teaser. Right teaser. Here. Big news for Naya coming news. up soon. It has nothing to do with yeast infection. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I even thought... I even thought... A weird twist. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Apart from, like, the funny line, her delivery and the funny lines it was even just like her facial expressions like they picked the most awkward like shots of her like on the swing like you know like the cheesiest thing ever what it reminded me of is um on how i met your mother the um like the music videos that robin's character oh yeah yeah. robin sparkles yes Robin Sparkle. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. Like, like the super cheese ball, but amazing. Like you just want more of it. So I, I die for that. Yeah. I die for it. Yeah. So good. So funny. Also, Santana got a new love interest, speaking oh, of yeah. Heather not being around this season. Um, in Another blonde. In another blonde, Demi Lovato, <laughs> who, as we mentioned last week, X Factor Is she judge. blonde, though? No, yeah, not really say. blonde. She's really blonde. It's dyed blonde. And yeah. she really now, wanted to go dark again. Mm, the she's actually blue now. I was going to say, she now yeah. is blue. As what? Of, she did a Tonight Show performance with dyed, like, bright blue hair. Yeah. Did so. it look good? I she think that's like people can rock that. Yeah. It looked like a rocker chick. It looked awesome. That's yeah. kind of cool. I'm yeah. into that. So, yeah, but blonde tonight on the episode. What do we think of this relationship? Like it? Um, Not into it? What, what's going on? Here's what I think. I think I definitely could be really into it. 
I don't really understand how they're already dating, and I feel like Glee almost, because it's a lesbian couple, assume that they can be dating after the first day. I know that sounds so weird, but I feel like most relationships take a couple dates. This was a walk home and a kiss on the lips, and and then Santana called her a girlfriend. Um, If this had been a man and a woman, I think we would have been like, that's not realistic. Yeah. But So I, I don't know whether that's just my opinion or what you well, guys think about that I know we talked about this last week but it's like a mix and match it's they're still in that phase of figuring out who's going to be the it couple right and I don't know if that's why they're going faster with the relationships that's the one thing I can think of is but that none of the other couples were like official the way that this couple like you can dive into things but it was yeah. just the fact that Santana referred to her as her girlfriend right. but my my thing is is that but if you think about it in real time I think this relationship, we've seen maybe a week of it already. Because if you think, go, go back to McKinley, they've been singing and talking about prom for a week. But things and, can happen And they've week. also been, I guess, at I the, guess. we can assume, at the diner together, maybe? Well, there are whirlwind romances. We didn't get to see the whole, like, you know, falling in love and craziness of it all. We just saw, like, what you said, the walk home and the kiss. But I will say that even if it was like an unrealistic quick start for the relationship, their chemistry to me is so on point. Yeah, I agree with that. To the point where I, you know, like I I know that in real in real life they're actually both straight women. Yeah. Uh, never mind. News and gossip later about Naya, but um, but um, but watching this, it's so believable to me that they could be both lesbians. I agree with you. I think that they did an incredible job acting. And, I mean, uh, Santana and Naya Rivera deserves credit for doing it for years. She's been on this show and really mm-hmm. shown that she's a great actress. Um, yeah. And with this relationship, though, I was worried with the stunt casting that, like, of Demi. It's, it is a big deal. It was announced over the summer that she was going to do this. That sometimes mm-hmm. that doesn't always work well for a show. It feels like, oh, there's Demi Lovato running around. And that didn't feel that way to me yeah. in the first episode tonight. I really appreciate that she didn't try to steal the show. Yeah. 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 Not everything she did was overdone and blown out. You know, when she was doing the dishes, she was just doing the dishes. Because I think we've had a lot of mm-hmm. what you would call stunt casting on this show. And sometimes it does overpower the episode. You're like, oh, right. there. And it, you can't forget that it's I don't even want to pull out a specific right. person but like we've had Kate Hudson Neil Patrick Harris right uh, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow right. right yeah and I was just gonna say that that even and we'll get to the, the performances but her first song wasn't by herself it wasn't a solo it was a duet yeah. and even that wasn't over the it was very understated and beautiful yeah. yeah yeah I I love that I hope that that relationship continues I don't know how long um Demi is supposed to be on the show what what did you guys think about the um Santana's line when she, Danny asked her about Britney and she said, I love her, uh, but it's over. That was the first time I had heard that. Yeah. I mean... It kind of made me a little sad. Yeah. I'm sad, sad to kind of see all these old relationships that all of us Gleeks have come to love kind of ending in... It feels like in a very kind of... Mm-hmm. It, there's not a lot of closure there, I guess. I also feel like that's such a common um, experience for a lot of people where there's that relationship where you really do love and care for this person, and that might have been the reason why you stepped away. Mm-hmm. And um, so I personally could relate. I was like, preach, sister. I've been there. Like, I, I know what it feels like to sure. love someone. And, and just, know that it's over anyway. Yeah, yeah, know that it's over and that you're ready to move on. It's true. I mean, there were a lot of relatable moments in tonight's episode. I felt like we had a mix in tonight's episode of really relatable things where I was like, I remember homecoming and this experience, and this is very relatable Except to me. Roxy didn't remember the campaigning. No, no, Roxy was left out in the cold on that one. Sorry, Roxy. Just three points. We should do a mock. Yeah, I know, exactly. Mock election. Well, you know what? We're your three points over here. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. If and she moved that there. year. And she moved that year from Europe. It wasn't fair. She had edge on me. Okay? It wasn't fair. Um, I was so, robbed. Yeah, but I, and then there were other moments where Sue was, like, trying to go after the Glee Hub, where I was like, is this realistic? I enjoy that Sue's kind of returning to this mean side, but there were, that th- had kind of a mix of, like, the magic of Glee and realistic high school moments. Mm. And I, yeah. I, I, it's something that we haven't seen. I feel like it's been a little unrealistic for a while. So it was nice to have that return of 
Do we know if um, Danny's going to stay on for, uh, for I know a few she has episodes? an arc. I don't know for how long that arc yeah. goes. Because another thought I just had, too, is maybe her arc is so short that they did kind of have to progress the relationship yeah, a little I mean, bit quicker. Few, she's busy. I was going to say, she's yeah. a busy girl. Very busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. If nothing else, she just doesn't have time to be a regular on a TV series for yeah. the whole season. I mean, you know, well, she has X Factor. Right. So. That's mm-hmm. for another yeah. one. Yeah. You know what I mean, exactly. And she, I, I know she's doing a tour and albums and right. you know, everything that's coming out in her blue hair on yeah. the Tonight Show. She's just doing everything. Girl, get it. Exactly. <laughs> totally. And then we had one more new relationship tonight, and we kind of <gasps> hinted at it earlier on tonight, but. Yes. Um, Penny, who is the school intern <laughs> nurse. I don't really know what to call her. Penny learning, Owen. Learning how to be a nurse. Shot administer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And Sam. And I thought it was really cute when Sam came in to get his shot. At first he was, like, super nervous about the needle. And then you can tell it just immediately went over to crushing on Penny. I love that he did his Brando impression and that she laughed. Yeah. That's the first thing, you know? That's love at first sight. When, when you laugh at his impression, yeah. Yeah. then it's love. It is. Uh, yeah, I loved uh, Sam's squeamish um, moment with the needle, especially when he just saw Penny use that needle on something else. On the sausage? And all, all yeah, that. what was that about? Like, her injecting the sausage? Well, <laughs> a contaminated needle. About, yeah, I can yeah. understand. Talk yeah. about scaring a man, though, like yeah. injecting someone's sausage, you know? That's, yeah. <laughs> not a good I, t- <laughs> I didn't take it there, Sam. <laughs> Sam definitely oh, wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> so, well, Get your mind out of the I don't know what I, what I was thinking. Oh, but, um, yeah, see, I was thinking more like she was doing medical training, because, like, I know friends of mine who are in medical yeah. school, and they, like, have to do, like, Exactly, right. injections into things that you would never right. inject. And let's face it, that would never happen in real life because you wouldn't take an intern and stick her in a school and have yeah. her give. Yeah, yeah, well, say, especially be... she doesn't. She didn't have like any supervisors around her. That's it was what just I was about her. To say, if but... you're injecting literally like medical substance into people, you you need to have at least a license or whatever or or some degree or whatever the medical. There yeah. were a couple of things on the show that were borderline illegal. Yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say just with the nurse in general, being an employee and dancing with Sam at the dance or crushing on him and not having your license to do it, I'm borderline illegal. <laughs> also, that Sue was totally fine with hiring her back. Just like, right. oh, no worries. Like, she did all these terrible things, but... We got it. Yeah. Like, there was no issue with Making that. all of your high school students get shots in the first place? <laughs> borderline <laughs> illegal. Yeah. Lots of borderline illegal. Yep. Mm. I think that was Glee's sub- um, subtle way of saying go get your flu shot. It's the fall season, you know. Everyone's <laughs> getting sick. Are we getting paid by the flu shot? Because I'm pr- pretty sure you just plugged it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what Glee did. That's what Glee did. Yeah, product placement. Yeah. Let me just pull one out of my bag. <laughs> we can show you the latest in flu shots. All right. Get your sausage out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, I lost myself. Um, okay. Anyways. Moving on. You know, okay, you know what I thought was really cute, though? Um, Sam, he's like this super, uh, shall we call him overly confident or rightfully confident, conceited, um, hot, guy at the high school, right? And he falls for this endearing, not the brightest girl next door. I don't think that Sam thinks he's the coolest guy in school, though. Yeah, me neither. I think he thinks that he's like has a nerdy side and he tries to appear cool and hide that other side of himself. I don't really think either of those things. I think that he just is not the brightest (laughs) and he don't really think he ever classifies himself. I, I think he just said he is what he is. I yeah. agree he doesn't think he's the brightest, but I do think that he knows he's sexy being a former dancer. And, like, remember the calendar episode mm-hmm. when he was just, like, all about showing his body? And when he was and, like, a swimmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. He, he does. Yeah, he has shown it off quite a bit. Um, <laughs> and we don't mind. No. <laughs> Thanks, Cord. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, my point was, like, you know, it's the girl next door. It, it was kind of like... it. It was so cute. It was an endearing little start. Yeah, crush. I was going to say, I think it was like an adorable thing if you look outside of the illegal side <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. It was very sweet, and it's something that we talk about on another show that I do here, Pretty Little Liars, a lot, that 
it's sweet, except for that it's a, like, basically student-teacher, student-administrator relationship. So you have to kind of judge it outside of those those terms, I guess, my, my, or if you can. My thing is, yes, it was cute for this episode. Will it last? Probably not. Was it needed, though? I don't know. I feel like Sam hasn't had, maybe I'm wrong about this, I feel like he hasn't had a real relationship in a while. There was the, Mercedes. well, I'm not sh- well, and he did date Brittany for a while, Brittany. season four. Yeah, I feel like Mercedes we just got a taste of. Maybe that's why I kind of had forgotten it, because it, it didn't feel like it was as serious as some of his others have been, maybe. And then know. Blaine was in love with him for a little bit. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I do remember that. He has had a they lot have of a total interest. Bromance. It, there's a lot of interest in he, Sam. You know, I, I, I love his character because he's it's just such a funny character, but I will say that maybe we feel that way because it's never he's not a deep person right. in it, the show, so like it's hard to see him we haven't seen him deeply connect with anyone. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's why it doesn't feel serious and Yeah, I would like to see him be jump into a I don't know if he's capable of it, but a, a serious or more long term mm-hmm. type relationship. I guess he was with Brittany for a long time, but it just didn't yeah, that's serious. And I like them together. I thought Me they balanced too. each other well. Yeah, I miss their their back and forth dialogue. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss Heather Morris. I'm I'm sad that she's kind friend. of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more than kind of. Yeah, I need her back. Yeah, it's very. Hopefully, she. I don't know if she'll ever come back. I, I haven't heard any news on her, but for now, she's definitely with her baby, which is good. Well, yeah, <laughs> good one can hope, one yeah. can dream. She'll be back. Yes, exactly. So, ready to jump into some songs. Let's yeah. Jump oh, in. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the Beatles episode, or part, part two, two of the Beatles episode, so we should uh, have lots to talk about here. Started out with um, Tina, right? Singing? Well, we, we got a second of Revolution. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I didn't even really write notes about that. It was so fast, and so everyone walked sad. out and she said, seriously? I thought it was funny because it, it was like funny. because we're like oh she actually gets like to like headline a song right now yeah it's totally her episode she's gonna rent you know for prom she wants to be prom queen she's getting her own song oh no none we, of that nope. <laughs> we always talk about um, that underwhelming starts to an episode like if a song underwhelms us at the beginning and this song for me we it was too short it just it didn't have the right tone to set out the episode. I thought it was humorous. I thought it was Glee kind of poking fun at itself and yeah. poking fun at Tina and I thought it was a good a yeah. good way to begin. Oh, okay. I like that Roxy and I always disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love it, girl! All right. I like it when Glee kind of acknowledges those kind of things. Like, they know that they never give Tina, like, the I like the things that are and, self-aware. I have to yeah. say that, like I, we talk about summer blockbusters all the time that are self-aware, and mm-hmm. and this and Glee is another thing like this that has been in an institution for so long that to allow itself to be self-aware is really nice. Right, I agree, and I kind of think that they're kind of listening to us, us the fans. You know what we want to mm-hmm. see in here. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. they do that a hundred percent. And um, so moving on to another one, Get Back, which was Kurt and Rachel's song. I really liked this. I haven't had them sing. I felt like it was just like a fun number for them. Yeah, no, I agree. Them dancing on the pianos. It was definitely fun. Um, it's not one of the top five well-known Beatles song, but it's yeah. well enough known. Um, and I enjoyed it. And I, of course, loved seeing them do the duet. And I thought that it it actually worked with the message that Kurt was trying to say to Rachel, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that Paul McCartney gave them access to the entire Beatles catalog, mm-hmm. so they were able to choose among everything. And so I mm-hmm. kind of thought it was nice that they didn't go for, you know... I mean, they did do, like, the Hey Judes and all of those mm-hmm. well-known things, but it's nice to get some of the back catalog mm-hmm. as well. I, I thought this the song was good, um, it was very simple, and I think I wasn't really connecting with this, and honestly, I put uh, not overwhelmed or oh, underwhelming a little bit, but I think it's because Beatles songs are known for being like a boy band, like an ensemble kind of, you, you have more than one or two voices, and this was just really Kurt and a little bit of Rachel. So yeah. I think it was just because it was one person singing a song that's normally sung by four people didn't really mm. it connect with me. I think I said it last week as well. I wanted that moment, speaking of the boy band Beatles thing, where, like, the girls rush in. And and you have that moment of, like, this is the Beatles and girls, like, 
that's that's like what's so iconic Fawning about over yeah know, the band. exactly and like that they couldn't get enough and we didn't get that again tonight but they did do a good job um with the next song which was sam singing something um <laughs> oh i thought it was adorable and i was like yeah. such a cute start to a relationship and um penny was cute with him and it was just like i don't know it wasn't like that i was amazed by his singing or amazed by the you know, the song itself, I just kind of, I love the montage, I think. That was mm-hmm. more I, what I enjoyed about I, it. This wasn't one of my favorites of the night. I thought it was fine, but yeah. I wrote a little slow and a little weird. That was cute <laughs> that all the boys were lined up around the office to at see her. Right, at the window. That was cute. Um, and I like Sam. I like that he did the solo. I like the song. But something to me was a little off, and I can't exactly put my finger on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the I, the thing that got me was that, like, Sam, him actually floating through the hall, I'm like, okay, that looks a little <laughs> bit cheesy. The way to enter that song, I don't think that was the yeah. best way to do that, but overall, I did like the montage and all the boys, uh, that typical crush on the s- school nurse, you know? Yeah, uh, it was just, like, a sweet kind of, exactly, that crush that, like, felt like a freshman crush to me, more than even, like, I know he's a senior now, but that, like longing for the girl type deal like having the freshman who longs for the senior that type of thing and mm-hmm. they portrayed that really well um and here comes the sun which i think was one of my favorites tonight um Love i was it. surprised that it was but santana and um danny dummy's character um oh just so great and they did such a good job yeah that's it. what i'm talking about with their chemistry though it was like so mm-hmm. obvious in this song the way that they were just longingly looking at each other but it was also simple in that moment and you were like kind of you were kind of feeling like you were falling in love with them too yeah. right i really did feel like it was a nice intimate moment again just because i wrote it down i said a little too long but it's too cute for me to care like yeah. you know it was like it, it did linger a little bit because it's a longer song and there was not a lot of action but the chemistry between the two of them and the fireworks run was just too cute for me to i also love the mind. way their voices blended together yeah. like yeah, just as singers that perfect. perfect yeah because you don't i didn't necessarily think santana and danny's voice would be perfect together when i think of naya and demi i don't necessarily think of that blending super well. I don't know why. And it worked better than I ever could have thought. Because they both took it back. Yeah. You know, neither tried to um, overpower the other. And, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I thought it worked really well. Mm-hmm. It was more about the harmony of their voices rather than, you know, the power of one of their voice. Yeah. Outshining the 100%. other. 100%. And it also goes to show that those two actually go well together. Mm-hmm. And it's a very simple song, too. So I think that's... Sometimes it's easier just to start off easy and simple rather than complicated right, and over I, the top. I feel like we usually get these gut-wrenching moments in these songs when they're duets between a couple. You know, they're like big, hard, and this is just like a cute little, yeah. here comes the sun, you know? Yeah. I feel like that was the tone of all the songs almost today. Yeah. Like, this season has been more like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a return to like simpler season one, as we mentioned. There's moments of that season one feeling there. Um, but Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, <laughs> it's a long title. <laughs> um, but they did the like traditional Beatles um, costumes it, that I. It was like a nice think homage. Are horrendous on them. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no. it, was, it was like a nice homage to the band. I don't know that I loved it as a performance for them. It didn't sound like the Beatles. It. I don't know. It just didn't work for me 100%. I'm dying. This is amazing. This is my favorite song of the episode. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was seriously incredible. And I like I liked that. I, I really like when Glee is singing because they have to sing. You know, they're the band yeah. at prom, so yeah. they had to sing. You know, they didn't have to break into song and have something be the stretch of the imagination. Um, I think Ryder and Jake sounded awesome together, and I thought Unique and Marley sounded awesome together. And I liked how into it, and they were kind of rocking out, and they made it their own very much so. And yes, it was different than the Beatles. didn't sound like it, but this is something I would download on iTunes. Interesting, because was, it was the one that underwhelmed me the most tonight. And I was just like, oh, I wanted to like this, but it, it didn't work for me. I guess that was the song that ultimately didn't work. In all fairness, I have it on a mixtape in my car right now, (laughs) so I've been into this song recently. Okay, Okay. so... It just says the preference. For me... I can't pick either side of yours, oh, but because I, I honestly was just so distracted by the costumes. What I, do you think? Pick a side. 
God. The no. costumes were just so distracting. <laughs> I couldn't even hear them because I was like, guys, I get it. It's in the style of the Beatles, what they wore, but it's just not working for you. Yeah. Hmm. And Marissa? I, I think this wasn't my favorite number. Yes, they were having fun on stage. It's prom. But I didn't like it. I think they were trying too hard, actually. And... Therefore, it kind of fell flat for me. <laughs> Interesting. See, and the next one, the final song of the night, was my favorite song, um, Hey Jude, which Blaine started out with um, Santana, or not with Santana, with Tina and Kitty. Um, I This is one of my favorite Beatles songs, so that may Actually, have helped. Actually, it's second to the last. We have oh, one more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so, yes, I, the last two were favorites of mine. Um, and I really liked... Just the, like, vibe that they were doing in Hey Jude. I, I thought it was, like, a good fit for the, their voices. All right, I'm really with you on this one. Yes! I loved Hey Jude. I loved that they were cleaning off her face, that the new directions were really working together. I liked what was going on. It was interesting. Um, it wasn't so literal, uh, like, Here Comes the Sun, although I did love that song, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought this was really well done. I did think it was a little weird that Kitty was going around in that uh, T-shirt and sweatpants thing, um, which I get why she was, but if you were going to do that anyway, then why don't you just save her from the slushy? I was going to say, and also, (laughs) admittedly, she wouldn't have had to change out of her dress if she had saved her. Right. <laughs> so her loss. We all could have won in, in the scenario, but also I thought that the transition. I did love the song, but the transition into it uh, with Blaine singing felt a little forced to me. Jarring. It was a bit jarring. Yeah. Right? I thought Tina did a really excellent job though with her. Cr- like it did not seem over the top, but she seemed yeah. to be really in character. So props to the actress for that. Mm-hmm. And I love the Glee members' message for this song. And like why they sang it is like. If something brings you down or knocks you down and, like, slushy, whatever that was, getting poured on you, do you just go home and cry about it and feel bad for yourself? No, you clean yourself up and still go out there and Because you're a prom queen. Yeah, Yeah. it's a great message. It really is. And you always have a choice. So be the prom queen of your own life. (laughs) (laughs) And then I loved how, flash flash forward, she goes to the mic and she's like, I'm Tina Cohen Chang and I am your, I accept <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it, I was long live prom. Yeah, yeah, it was a good message. I did appreciate that. And then finally, um, let it be, it felt like a return to season one, those big numbers at the end of the episode, and I loved every single of it minute of it. I was like, this is perfect. I literally wrote perfect in my notes. I was just so happy that they found a way to incorporate New York and McKinley. I mean, just so we could see everybody singing. They didn't all have to be in one room, but at least they all were in a moment where the song worked, where they were worked. We got to see everybody. It was very much an ensemble piece. So I was really appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I just could find no flaws. I was just like, this is a perfect ending to this episode, especially going into, we're going to talk about it in predictions, but going into next week's episode, which is, of course, um, in memory of Corey. So, yeah, um, yeah. way to bring down the room. I know. Um, so ready for some news and gossip first. Ready and excited. Woohoo. Um, so do you want to start with the good or the bad? Always a tough Save call. Save the best for last. All right. So next week, we, as I just mentioned, we have the tribute to Corey. And um, the song list has been released for that episode. I know. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's, oh. it's going to be, yeah. you know, oh. so incredible. I think we knew that Seasons of Love was going to be a big part of oh. this episode. Oh, so look forward to that. I mean, I can't even imagine them singing that and the emotion behind it oh, should be gosh, yeah. unbelievably. So, guys, spoiler alert now. If you don't want to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah if you don't want to know the song for alert. next week. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Seasons of Love, and then we um, have Rachel, and this breaks my heart, singing Make You Feel My Love. I know. And it's, oh, of gosh. course, sung by Adele. It's a Bob Dylan song. Just, it's just, it's just going to be so painful. And, like, if we make it in here without tears next week, we're going to be doing something really... I guarantee you there's not going to be one dry eye in the room. Yeah. They showed a bit of it um, in the preview tonight, guys. Yeah. Um, And... Okay, keep going. We gotta push it Right. So... um, Can't get through. That's how we're gonna get through our next week's episode. Right. So, (laughs) Fire and Rain, which is a James Taylor song, and people are predicting fans that Matthew Morrison or Mark Salling will, of course, sing that. I'd love to see Mark come back and 
be a part of this. It, they were such good friends. It feels right to me that I absolutely think he will. Yeah. Are we letting them not know the rest of the song? Yeah, we're gonna keep those a secret till <laughs> next week, or you can go find them on the web. They're available. <laughs> um, yeah. If you are desperate and need to know them all, we didn't dig that hard. No. Um, uh, so that being said, also. Um, Corey Monteith, of course, um, the official report on his death uh, came out this week. And the coroner um, is saying, of course, it, what's been widely reported is that he died from a mix of heroin and um, alcohol, which is sad and terrible. But they're classifying his death as accidental. So that's what I think widely was expected. Um, but still terribly sad. Yeah, it, it really still tears me up. Yeah. When it, whenever I, I, I stumble across an article about his passing or, you know, watch yeah. old Glee episodes, it's just... It's hard. Yeah. I mean, even when it pops up on my iTunes, I mean, we've, we talked about it over the summer, but it's still really hard to hear his voice. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad that nothing shocking came out of the report because I think it would have been hard for people all over to, right. yeah. to swallow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty much what people had right. had heard and expected. Um, but can we move on to some happier news, guys? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was just like, oh. next week episode's going to be... Right, so um, we've been teasing this Naya Rivera news all night long. Um, literally, as we were watching the episode tonight, um, E! Online reported that Naya is engaged to her lovely boyfriend, um, Big Sean. Big Sean? Big Sean. Big Sean. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm saying that right. Yo, Big, yo. Big Sean. Yes. Um, and they, of course, uh, were first publicly seen as a couple at the 42 premiere. So they've been dating, I think, about six, seven. A whole long few months. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say six or seven months. Talk maybe? about a whirlwind of yeah, a relationship. So, there you go. Yeah. They seem really happy, though. But so I do think that to them. you can be engaged for as long as you want. You know, that doesn't mean they're yeah. getting married tomorrow. Yeah, it's true. Right. Mm-hmm. And that one is officially confirmed. But we also have a rumored engagement, I guess we can say, on the show. Um, Blake Jenner and Melissa from the show. Um, right, which has, yeah. been, which has been rumored for a little while now, and I know some people were pissed at us that we didn't mention it last week, but, yeah. but we, we try not to mention things until they are confirmed. Exactly. Yeah. So this is unconfirmed, right. but they have been dating. I think that's pretty well known. Um, but so Blake and Melissa engaged maybe look for a ring on her finger I know all of us won't be so, <laughs> yeah. so hopefully their reps like will yeah I know their reps will hopefully uh, confirm, Address, yeah. Yeah, confirm it or deny it eventually see the um, thing is I, I thought they were actually engaged back in the summer and then it was like maybe one or two days before Corey's death and then that oh. his death completely I mean, overshadowed I, that. I heard that over the summer as well and then I don't know if their rep just decided that that wasn't an appropriate right time. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure and it's just never been confirmed so if you have some amazing confirmation let us know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also on happier news Naya's um, brother Michael uh, got his first NFL touchdown. He plays for the <laughs> Raiders and it is the cutest clip. You all should go check it out on YouTube. So they're both like the most untalented family members ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Super untalented. Um, yeah, so unattended. first NFL touchdown. <laughs> Naya was there cheering him on. It is such a cute clip. She plays a cheerleader on TV, and she is the best cheerleader. <laughs> so yeah. adorable. Yeah, I've seen the little gifts, too, that just keeps replaying it. She's so cute. <laughs> exactly. And um, and Big Sean, she actually mentions Big Sean as being her biggest cheerleader, which I thought was such a cute Mm-hmm. Aside to that story. Um, and then, as we mentioned last week, we are going to do a Dancing with the Stars corner every week on our show. And Ooh. Amber Riley, um, of course, is continuing on in the competition. She's doing really well with Derek Huff. Um, we have to talk about her in this corner because... We don't talk about her during the show because she's... I know. she's, okay. But she's back during the package this week on Dancing with the Stars. She mentioned that she had to go film Glee. So okay. we will see her again. And it's amazing. <laughs> um, and Darren Chris and Becca Tobin came and saw her at Dancing with the Stars. And she got a... Um, let me make sure I'm getting this right. 24 points. Um, That's w- great. Yeah, which is a great... this early on. Yeah, exactly. And she did the Charles, Charleston with Derek, which was a really fun number to Aww. see. Another thing to YouTube, guys. So, ready for predictions? No. I know. Oh, I'm just going to say, we're going to try to keep next week, I'm sure, as light as possible, but it's going to be impossible. So, I, pr- I predict a lot of... Yeah, I mean, I but think... we have to let ourselves feel. 
I I agree. Like, we're going to do our best to keep it together, but, like, it's going to be an emotional episode, and... I think that all Gleeks out there, because we've talked about this before over the summer, that it's like saying goodbye to two people. We've all, I don't know if we've already said goodbye to Corey, but we're in the process of saying goodbye to Corey, and the next week we're going to introduce saying goodbye to Finn. And that's going to be another difficult The Gleeks need this. I I was going to say, everyone needs a place to grieve. So after you're done with the show, I'm sure you're grieving enough, and then you come here and you can kind of let it all out. That's why you can always call in and talk to us. Yeah. Um, or yeah. just when you feel like you're alone in this, you're clearly not. And, you know, we're always on our Twitter, so, like, even if you have thoughts after we're, you know, while you're watching, we want to hear everything next week. And I just can't even imagine. I feel so, so much for Leah Michelle mm-hmm. in filming this and having to sing and perform under these circumstances. Yeah. Unbelievably professional of her to get it done, to have the cast and crew there and return to work just can't even say enough good things about her before I even see the episode so yeah and there was that quick moment in the promo with her crying and I'm like oh you can hear it you can see it you can hear it yeah it's gonna be real excited is the wrong word but I can't think of another one for what I am for seeing the episode and how it all comes together and how they really deal with this I think we kind of said in the room when we were watching we're both dreading it and excited to see like it's this a lot of anticipation a lot of anticipation i'm I'm anxious about it yeah so i hope i know that the glee writers will do right by Corey, and it will be an amazing episode so please tune in next week we will be here for you for every gleek out there and we hope that it's you know we're not dying in here so let's uh nah it'll be so let's live. Yeah, let's live and let's remember Corey. And cheers to Corey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, let us know. You can tweet me um, at Stephanie Wanger and tweet AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. I'm at Roxy Stryer. I'm at Sarah with an H Mendoza. And I'm at Serafini TV. Thanks for watching, everybody. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! Again, guys? Please. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.